fast forward, we started traveling together. Me and Pat went to LA. We went to New York. We went to Miami. I know about that. Chicago. Yeah, we, we went to London, Chicago. Um, where else did we go? Bro, we would go. Mind you, I'm doing all this in school while in high school and oh, college. Yeah, yeah, no wonder you dropped out. Yeah, bro. <laughs> You're so, like, yo, fuck this. Facts. Like, there was days I had finals, mm-hmm. tests, like big important tests, bro. I would not go, and Pat would just be. Pat was like my uh, like the the bad person the on my shoulders. Yeah, he he was just like, yo, bro, Lex, like if we go, he'd be like, Lex, like if we go, if we go to if we go to LA, like you are gonna make a lot of yeah, money, fuck Lex. The CRCTs, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back to another episode of the Levity Podcast. I'm your host Taman. I'm your co-host, HB. And I'm your co-co-co-host, Phil. And we have a special guest, uh, strongest man on Instagram right now. You mind introducing yourself? Yeah, it was good. Uh, I'm Alexis Montoya. Shout out to my guys here for having me on their podcast. And yeah, we here. Nice. Okay, okay, okay. Boo, 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 boo. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us a little bit about what what you do. And uh, I know you have a whole fitness thing going on and we'll probably break it down a little more as we go through the podcast but yeah let us know well actually let's start with how your journey began and how you got here to this day she all right so damn i don't even know where to start yeah in fact i'm curious uh so basically my whole journey with i mean the reason why i'm here is because i think i'm an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. i'm pretty smart i know how to gravitate towards other people and you fuck with us yeah and i fuck with y'all <laughs> i fuck with y'all facts he's doing us a favor so it all started like 13 years old i started with reselling i was mm-hmm. big into like talking to people i think my communication skills really like are really really well mm-hmm. as far as uh meeting new people and getting people to fuck with me yeah so it all started with reselling then i scaled that business and then I started teaching other people how to get into that business. And then I helped over 1,300 people with that. And then it was just a point in my life where I was like, yo, I'm fat, but I'm rich, but I'm fat. <laughs> what the and then I was like, all right, I need to change my life. And then I got into fitness. And then, now. yeah, I'm here now. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's something special you got for being at such a young age of teaching that many people already, over 1,000 people. Because it's not hard being a, I guess, you would be considered a teacher. Yeah. And a mentor. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and uh, if you started at 13, I'm assuming you probably also mentored people in high school, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's something like, that's like a sales gene not everybody got, you know? Yeah. You know, speaking of, like, teaching in, like, high schools yeah. and stuff, didn't you go to, like, a high school and, like, teach them? Yeah, I go to my, at the high school I graduated from, I go every year. Um, oh, shit, that's dope. Yeah, I go before winter break, and I basically break down, like, how I was in their position and how I dropped out of college uh, I was only in college for a year and a half, dropped out, and I was able to make the date. The same day I dropped out was the same day I was kicked out my my mom's crib. Ooh. And that oh. same day, uh, I'll remember it forever. It was March 15th of 2019. That That's was pretty the day specific. I, yeah, that was the day I was kicked out, and then the next day I actually dropped out. So, mm. yeah, I, I did that, and then I was like, yo... I put my back against the wall, moved to downtown Atlanta. Do you guys know where the aquarium is? Yeah, I love that place. I moved right <laughs> it's the across. place with all the fishes, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I moved right across the aquarium, bro, uh, into a – I had the biggest apartment in that whole complex. Like, my balcony went from my room to my roommate's room, and it was just one full-ass balcony. And then uh, – That's the size of my apartment. Did you have yeah. a good view of the shark tank from your uh, – Hell, yeah, bro. I saw the shark tank getting built. But uh, – <laughs> 
but yeah, I was there, bro, and I came up. Basically, long story short, I came up, and I don't regret it. So every year I go to my school and I tell them, like, look, like, you know, school wasn't for me. I was hustling. Mm. I was actually skipping school, high school and college, driving to the malls and stuff like that. And you know, like, you know yeah. the deal. We'll get into it. Yeah, that's actually how we met, yeah. Yeah. Just through the whole, like, reselling shoes. stuff? Yeah, mm. so I was selling shoes until, like, seriously selling shoes until the end of or the beginning of 2022. January was, like, the last month that I stopped fully, like, selling shoes. I sold everything. Is there, is there a reason why you stopped? Is it because you uh, found something else you're passionate about, or is it... I think it goes back to where I was like, yo, I'm fat, but I'm rich. Mm. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I got, I have bread, and but I'm fat. <laughs> so I was just like, bro... Khaled, do something. Hey, Listen to it. balance in the whole thing. No, you got to put that on a T-shirt. It'll be, like, a crazy, like, you know, yeah, like, Nah, bro, I was just like, I don't want to do this no more because I can't focus on myself. I'm mm -hmm. too attached to the money. Mm -hmm. And I realized that selling shoes requires too much work. I got to go out, get the shoe. Then I got to come back home. Then I got to go sell that shoe. I got to find someone to buy that shoe. And Or it's like, it could be easy sometimes. You can go out, you buy the shoe, and then boom, you go sell it right away. But it's not always that easy. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, bro, this is way too much work. And um, I didn't like, I like the phrase work smarter not harder mm. and when i realized like yo i was working too hard for my money and i wasn't happy yeah. i was just like i gotta stop doing this so that happened that really hit me in january of 2022 you know it's pretty interesting because like i met you around like 2020 right yeah around that time you I were like 32 then? yeah, yeah. <laughs> 40 sometimes oh, okay yeah. on a good day. bro was hustling yeah. bro was yeah hustling. i mean we were working out here right yeah, it was tough. But <laughs> the grind was real, not gonna lie. The grind was real, real like 12 hours a day. I'm pretty sure yeah. you were working like that too. Bro, I was grinding, yeah. For sure, about like, not no 12 hours a day, hell nah. No, nah, actually it was more, bro. Ain't no way. We would, we would be in bed like fucking still messaging people trying to like So would you guys be more like physical sales and did you do a lot like online sales? I sold to them. Oh. So this is how we met. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about um, it. He, I just met him randomly because we know another guy named Pat and he like introduced us to Lex and I was like, okay, nice to meet yeah. you. My name's HB. It was kind of awkward. You know, I was like, oh, hey man, you sell <laughs> shoes. We buy shoes. And you then, like shoe? I sell shoe. Like, <laughs> combo, you know what I'm saying? 50 for this, 20 for this. Yeah, yeah. You break your bite, you know what I'm saying? Nah, bro. I remember like, uh, so I knew Pat way before I knew them. Mm. And I was just like, yo, Pat's expanding. I just remember like three, four Asians just He's always like, hustling, the fuck bro. Who are these guys? Just <laughs> like moving, bro. They were like con of shoes. <laughs> no, they were like minions, bro. Minions. <laughs> they were just in and out. In and out. Yeah, we showed them like little bro. Power Rangers, dude. They would just run out, come back in with shoes. Go back out, oh. come back in with shoes. So, like, but to yeah. just kind of describe that imagery, uh -huh. we would literally, <laughs> like, stack a car with, like, what, 100 yeah, pairs of shoes? Kind of sketch, though? It like, is so sketch. Like, I promise you, when you look at it, you're like, okay, these guys are going to get either robbed yeah. or something's going to happen to him. Cause even in Atlanta, mind you, we're yeah. in Atlanta. And I, I'm sure you've seen us like store the shoes in the morning before, yeah, right? Yeah, and you yeah. were like, what Sometimes I used to drop off shoes to well, his while we're about while to get you, ready. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. were like, yo, what the fuck are these guys doing? Bro, I used to be, I used to be, I used to always tell Pat, like, bro, be safe. Like, that was it. It was just like, I mean, you got to be strapped. You could have told me that, that too. That. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be safe too, bro. Yeah, Not for was, the minions, just for Pat. Yeah, yeah, but um, that's pretty much how we met. And, like, the, <laughs> the hustle culture behind it was just its pretty awesome. Not going to lie. Yeah, it was yeah. dope. I saw you guys hustling, bro. I mean, um, speaking of Pat, Pat actually, like, he put me on to the reselling stuff. So, like, we would. I did not know that. Yeah, bro. Like, 
I was 13, and I remember Pat had just – he had copped a Porsche. He recruited you at 13? <laughs> no, no, no. That's crazy. That's we were this early. I'm calling child bro. services, bro. Like, <laughs> I, you guys know Wish Atlanta? Yeah. I would camp there, and this was before I knew who Pat was. He would just pull up flexing, and I was just like, yo, I'm trying to get like that guy. And then I think once I became like 16, 17, I remember just approaching him, and I was just like, yo, bro, like I'm Lex, whatever – this is my crew, and it was just, like, my boy, my other boy, Pat, and my other boy, Nate, mm. and we, it was just us three, and we were like, yeah, bro, like, we could sell to you, and then um, that's how we got cool, and then fast forward, we started traveling together. Me and Pat went to L.A., we went to New York, we went to Miami. I know about that, Chicago. Yeah, we, we went to London, Chicago. Um, where else did we go? Bro, we would go. Mind you, I'm doing all this in school while in high school and oh, college. Yeah, yeah, no wonder you dropped out. Yeah, bro. <laughs> You're so, like, yo, fuck this. Facts. Like, there was days I had finals, mm -hmm. tests, like big important tests, bro. I would not go, and Pat would just be, Pat was like my, uh, like the the bad person the on my devil's whisper. Yeah, he, he was just like, yo, bro, Lex, like if we go, he'd be like, Lex, like if we go, <laughs> if we go to, if we go to LA, like you gonna make a lot of yeah, money, fuck Lex. The CRCTs, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'd be like, all right, bro, like I got class. He's like, Lex, like <laughs> come Lex, on, money, like. money, yeah. and I'd money's be like, the real right, test. Yeah. So I would go, and I'd be like, bet fuck school, and then we would make bread. And I just remember the day I quit my job was because of Pat. So, yeah, shout out to Pat. Yeah, <laughs> Such he, a convincing he, guy. Like he, uh, yeah. <laughs> he really Now, I mean, bro, imagine you got an Asian who's wearing LV, <laughs> who's wearing off-white Chicago. Johnny was, Dang. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever seen them? Driving huh? the Porsche. It's different. Like Yo, his, I, okay, so I don't personally know him, but uh, I've seen like videos of him, right? Yeah. yeah. He looks like the most generic Korean dude, but drip the fuck out. <laughs> like, he looks like, I feel like if he just put on a suit, I could definitely see he, like, goes to an office or some shit. Yeah. But now he has, like, a fucking VVS diamond says Pat and Moon and shit. Yeah. I'm like, damn. You know, yeah. I do respect him a lot, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts, Like, facts. out of all things, I mean, he, he was, uh, like, we had a personal relationship, but at the same time, the thing I respect the most is the hustle culture. Yeah. He's a grinder, bro. Yeah, like, you really be hustling out here. Yeah. Like, there's times when I definitely disagree with him and for sure argue with him. Still love you. <laughs> yeah. But, like... Yo, as two Koreans in one business, you cannot argue. Dude, that, that was huge, dude. But, like, the arguments would get, like, really, really tough. Yeah. But I go back and I was like, damn, I learned a lot. Yeah. I learned a fuck ton from this guy. That taught me how to grind, hustle, and mm. really learn how to make money. Mm, so yeah. it kind of makes you think. Okay. It's crazy because he made us quit our jobs too. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, sell these shoes. Wait, I don't know if you guys can answer this. I want to I ask both of you guys this. But, I mean, there is a lot of money involved in reselling shoes. Mm -hmm. What is the largest transaction that you've witnessed or have done? Sheesh, bro. Tell the story, I can answer bro. that. <laughs> I, want, I want to know your story first. I'll All tell right. you ours after. All right, my uh, you don't have to name drop, but just like... So you said witness, right? Witness or have done. Yeah. All right, witness. I've seen 150 racks spent. On shoes? On shoes. It's better yeah. give me a college it degree. To, and like yeah, a, it was like, yeah. a, it's like close to 150. But Personally done... On shoes, it had to be like 40-something K. 40-something yeah. K on shoes. Yeah, that was one transaction, one person. My Vans are $80. Is it, God damn. Um, does it have to be anonymous to see who the person was, the transaction was? Uh, or are you allowed to say the name? I don't even know his name. Okay. I know. I know. He's mysterious like that? <laughs> what? I mean, it, it was with um, Pat. Okay. It was Pat, but someone else, uh -huh. and I don't know. But for me, I sold two... Um, two Pat 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was too pat. That's full circle. So, right yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. My biggest transaction was too pat and this other dude, uh, Gabe, and they bought. Oh, and this other dude, you know, ATL Addictions. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So I that was in one day. I made like my biggest transaction was forty six k all together. Yeah. Like forty six. Imagine how old were you? I was twenty twenty. I was twenty. If I was 20 with 46 racks in one day, I would donate it to Levity Podcast. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go to Cheetah. It's been in all the whole night. Yeah. Bro, what's crazy is I tweaked though. I shouldn't have done that shit. <laughs> Wait, what'd I you did, do? Because I did it because I wanted to invest into stocks. And mm. this was during COVID, bro. But so because. Everyone was making. I was making was, bread in stocks. Yeah, but what happened was, was. Yeah, I was mooning until that shit crashed <laughs> and I was losing bread. <laughs> so my 46K, I was in, I actually lost 26 bands of that. If I would have just held the fucking shoes, I would. You just lost like I would have been more up. I was gambling. I was, I was lit, but I was lit and down. Because <laughs> that of shit's that. wild. So yeah. how about you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us. Man, um, it's probably around the same range that you said, like mm-hmm. 47 to 50K. And that was my little baby. Damn. Yeah. Um. So you know that one video that um, Pat has when he's like a bunch of dollar bills, just hundred dollar bills lined up. Yeah. And just little baby just says something, right? That was me recording it. Damn. <laughs> and that was pretty much like at the moment, I was like, where the fuck does this much cash come from? Yeah. You know? Because yeah. what he does, what I saw was, it's first of all he brings a Chrome Heart stuffle bag, uh. right? And it looks like custom made as well. I don't know if it is mm. or not opens it up me and phil are like yo what the fuck is this it's all stacks of hundred dollar bills in there and we're wow. like oh shit and this is right when we set up the whole apartment thing mm-hmm. like you know how we had to set up everything um he just brings whoever he wants he was like i want this 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 i was like this is no, he w- said give me everything in a size nine. Oh yeah Basically. that's pretty much so what we, he we said. pulled out fucking everything yeah damn he's and a size then, nine yeah yeah he's a size nine and, and you know you've sold shoes before there's people who are like Nah, like, yeah, bring everything you got. And you bring it in. They're like, I want one of these. Yeah. And then you're just like, bro, what the fuck is this? But you sell it. You're like, whatever. But little baby, when he says he's going to bring all the size nines, mm-hmm. he actually brings all the size nines and buys them all. Damn. And he's like, yeah, put them in. He said, pack it in the trunk. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That, that was pretty much the biggest transaction I've seen. That's lit. That's and then we, we had to see him again while he was doing like a music video. And I gave him, like, Korean chips or something like that. <laughs> no, we all traded chips because he gave you, like, the little wrap snacks. Oh, yeah, he gave us wrap snacks. Oh, yeah. Wrap yeah. snacks. Yo, yeah. those are good. Are they smack? They, they're good. They're good. I, I, they're tried yeah, I, yeah. I tried the Migos one, the mm-hmm. baby one, mm-hmm. and then I think um, there was a girl. Maybe it was... I think it was Cardi or something. I, I think it was, was Cardi. It could all be. of them yeah, were yeah. good. Or, or yeah. Sweetie. Or, yeah. I don't know. I got to try that. No, it's good. Where do you get wrap snacks? They're only, like, in, like... Put like chevrons in Atlanta, uh, like like some like some inside the city, like random ass places. Yeah, random ass places. Now we got them down the street, bro. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's Kevin. For real? No, 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 for real. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'll, I'll show you where after. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's what we're going after. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bet, bet, bet. sounds like a setup. <laughs> <laughs> dude, don't talk about setups, man. Dude, that gives me trauma. Why? Why? Tell us about it. Okay, so okay, we're gonna bring this up again. So, I feel like I got set up. So back when I was working with Pat, um, I don't want to say I got set up. Okay, so <laughs> I, I looked at him. So pretty much what happens, the way we sold shoes is we would mark down each person the time. Mm-hmm. We were, like, super organized about it. 
Yeah. I'm meeting this person at this time, this person at this time, because we have multiple people going to multiple places, obviously. Mm -hmm. So Pat told me, do not go to West End. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously Metro Atlanta, don't go there, yeah. right? And then I saw on the list, it says, HB, go to West End Mall. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, who the fuck is sending me here? And then in my head, I'm thinking, okay, like, I guess Pat knows a person, like, personally there that, like, needs to go there. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And then I was like, fuck it, like, I'll, I'll just go there, right? Mm -hmm. It's it a quick transaction. How bad could it be? Mm -hmm. Bro, that was a very bad transaction. So I go there, uh -huh. I meet the guy, and I'm like, okay, who, who am I selling it to? I find the guy. He's just in the middle of the parking lot. He's like, yo, what's up? My name's this, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, what's up? My name's HB. We exchange, we're exchanging, we're exchanging. Mm -hmm. Someone, I feel something tap on my head. Mm -hmm. The dude's like, drop everything. And I see the guy I'm selling to run away. And I was like, mm. all right, I'm fucked. My fault, dude. That's wild. Yeah. yeah I didn't it, mean to. You know about this? Nah, nah. Yeah. Nah. I was That's like, crazy. I am fucked right now. And he was like, drop everything and give me everything that you have right now. So I was like, bro, honestly you can just take everything. Like, just don't shoot me, bro. Because yeah. like, once you die, you die. It's over. You know, yeah, game over. Yeah. You can't do anything about that. Did you get a look yeah. at him? or No, I definitely... Or oh, you just a, stayed in front of him the whole time? No, he was behind me. And then when I turned... Um, he threw me on the floor. And he was like, stay on the floor. I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do? Wait, damn. Yeah, that's wild. Weston? Yeah. What? My bad to cut you off, bro. Bro, Weston is scary. Like I've it's never not, it's been not, to West End. It's getting better though. It's getting gentrified. No, but that's where Lil Baby's favorite yeah. uh, wing oh, spot is. Oh, that where the American Deli is? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. It's getting better now, but just back then it was such a bad time and was COVID, COVID was peaking. Yeah, yeah okay, and he okay. had a ski mask on. Yeah. I don't know. So many thoughts in your head. When you're about to die, you're just like, okay, like is this how it ends? Like what the fuck's about to happen now? You mm. know. But then from there, it just kind of ended. He just took open my car took the other ps5 because we were selling hella ps5s back then oh he even went to your car yeah i was like he was like what's everything that you have and i was like like oh hey if you're not gonna shoot me oh, here, yeah. here you go it's in my car <laughs> like go ahead like what am i gonna do because he's yeah. literally looking at my car the whole time so of course i'm gonna just be like yeah that's my car mm. and then he opens the car and then takes it and just casually walks away do you know what the most annoying part was about this there's a fucking cop like down the block oh, wow. and i looked at the cop the cop looks at me and i was like Come on, bro. Like, <laughs> what the fuck you doing, bro? Nah, like, well, you definitely saw him. He's fucking running away with four PS5s like this. You can do something about it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the cop was like, that is not my job, though. <laughs> <laughs> God, some Western shit. Yeah, and then from there, pretty much, I was like, yo, who the fuck sent me there? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, little did he know, I was the one who wrote down West End. Oh, actually? Yeah. Oh, my Wait, God. what? Yeah. So no, you went up? No, because we were always... <laughs> wait, wait, what? No, we always coordinate like the routes and stuff like that, so then we can um, work more efficiently. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I, I would always be talking to like 20 customers at a time, and then yeah. like one of the places they told me to go was West End. So I was like, okay, like West End, because like, we, we're always in a rush, so I'm not really thinking about it as much. So I was like, yeah. okay, fuck, like, like just got to um, pump out all these clients and whatever. Um, so where's the PS5s? It's not me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait. That's fucked up. <laughs> uh, but pretty much that happened. And, like, what am I going to do? Blame Phil? Like, yeah. I, I know how it's like. I know mm -hmm. how stressed out we were yeah. the whole time. Like, yeah. we were grinding that shit. And it was like, 
fucking downtown Atlanta 24-7. We're barely getting sleep. We're eating Subway every single mm. day because that's like the nearest thing from his house. Yeah. I was eating Altoids in my car, bro. Altoids. You still do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, like the SpongeBob me, like Sandy water, water. water. Yeah, that was me like eating like Altoids, like fuck, like food. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had moments where you're like, oh, fuck, like, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is too much to the point. Or in general? Just like hustle culture, bro. Like, you, I mean, you get so tired of something, you just kind of lose it. Yeah, yeah, I actually had this uh, thought, that exact thought, like, two days ago. Like, with this whole fitness thing that I have going on. Mm-hmm. It's like, so we, I do webinars. I host a free training every single Sunday. I run Facebook ads to that webinar, and I get people to show up, right? But the product I was selling, what I noticed was it wasn't selling. And, bro, like, it was about two days ago, I was just like, fuck this. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, is fitness the right route I want to take? You know what I mean? And then I realized, I was like, bro, I'm, I'm just being a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, I can, I can sell this. I just need to make it better. Or I need to make it sound simpler. So I have these that exact moment all the time, bro. I think it's normal and it's good to have those moments though. Like fuck this, I, I don't want to do this. Wait, no wait, more. wait. So uh, how did you end up pivoting from the reselling thing to the current fitness thing? So like I was saying a lot earlier, of money bro, involved in the reselling of shoes. Yeah, bro, yeah. It, there is. And what's crazy is like sometimes I'm like, I wonder where I would be mm-hmm. if I was still reselling. Yeah. Because knowing what I know now, mm-hmm. I think I'd be on like a whole nother level oh shit good looks good looks but yeah knowing what i know now i definitely be on a whole nother level mm-hmm. but i'm kind of glad i'm not reselling anymore uh because like i said earlier like it's just a lot of road running i mean yeah. you could definitely make it easier you can work smarter with selling shoes but i just think the type of people that you're dealing with i think makes it makes me not want to do it because mm-hmm. i'm dealing with people who cap I'm dealing with people who think they got it, but don't mm-hmm. got it. And I think the only way to avoid dealing with those people is to have like some side, some sort of storefront. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like having a physical store to where people are there because they want to shop mm-hmm. rather than me trying to find the shoppers. You know what I mean? That's what I was doing. I was always posting shoes like size 9, 170, size 10, 380. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I'm waiting for someone to hit me up. Mm. And then that person might cap, they might flake. And because they flaked, now my time has been wasted where I could have found another buyer. You know what I mean? That's the shit I hated I the most. exactly what you mean. Yeah, bro. So that's what made me, I think, the people involved in the shoe game made me not want to be in the shoe game. Mm. But what I ended up doing to pivot from selling shoes was like, yo, let me teach people how to sell products in general. Because mm. I sold not just shoes. I sold patio heaters. I sold misting fans. I sold bird feeders. I sold a bunch of Yeah, I was actually shit. needing a bird feeder. Um, no, no, I'll just oh. <laughs> They really coming to you. Because I, I was about to say, you're my audience, bro. I was selling those things to those. They got hella birds in the back, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, like, I was selling crazy products. And that's how I was coming up. Like, I was selling everything. Anything that made me money, I was selling it. Mm-hmm. But it was just the people and, like, it made me not want to do it. So to answer your question, what made me pivot from fitness, I mean, from selling shoes to fitness, um, it was just looking at myself in the mirror and realizing, like, okay, yeah, I'm making money. Cool. But am I happy with myself? Like, am I happy with the way I looked? You know. You just said it. Like, bro, we, you two, you were just grinding. You were yeah. eating Altoids. I was the same way. I would bring, like, a bag of food. I would drive to wherever I had to go to pick up the shoes. I'm talking like Stonecrest, 
uh, Greenbrier. You know, I live in, bro, I live in the suburbs. So from driving to the suburbs all the way over there, that's an hour Mm. minimum. And then, mind you, you got to start your day early because you're trying to beat traffic. Yeah. And then on top of that, you got to come back home and there's still traffic no matter what time, bro. So it's like that, that shit was making me mad. So yeah, there was just one day I was just like, yo, you know what? I want to pivot from shoes to fitness. And I looked at myself in the mirror. I was like, this isn't what I want. I'm not trying to look like this. My Mm. beard was growing. My mustache was growing. My hairline was fucked. And I was just like, I want to take care of myself. And yeah, I made that transition. I was like, I don't care about the money. I have enough money to where I could live for a whole year Mm. and not make a dollar. And that's actually what I did. I did. I stopped caring about money. I stopped caring about like, um, yeah, I really just stopped caring about money. And I just took myself serious and Mm. I just worked on myself. And I'm no bodybuilder. I'm no like uh, influencer or anything like that. I just wanted to get 1% better every single day. Mm. And the way I did that was just by going to the gym, eating a bit healthier. Like I still like to drink. I still like to eat junk food, but I just don't eat or do what I used to do. And you're just a bit I'm, more mindful of like what you do now, yeah, what you put in your body, right? Yeah, yeah, health yeah. Health is wealth, bro. That's a, yeah, health that's is real shit. Health is wealth for real. Yeah. Yeah. Now just going with that, I think you're like, it's funny because I know you're saying it sucks doing the whole yeah. recently thing. You're even downplaying it, to be honest. Like, think so? the amount of times where people flake is Bro. so, dude, that shit was fucking annoying. Yeah, I think the people ruined reselling. Reselling in general. When I started reselling at 13, it was not like how it is. Now everyone's a reseller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Everyone. It's, it's hella saturated. And not yeah, to mention, these people are like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there, bro. I'll be there, bro. Yeah. Two hours later, I'll be there, bro. Dude, yeah. no, I mean, no. I still see it on like ATATF, like yeah. the comments, uh-huh. like they're crazy. Like Everyone's people will drive like two hours, and then they'll they'll be like, okay, don't sell to this guy. Yeah, like, like, yeah. yeah. There's still people yeah, like that. Still you know what I mean? Like and it's annoying as fuck. I mean, it's bro. easy for them to flex behind the keyboard. So obviously, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Would you say you're happier now that you're more focusing on yourself? I mean, of course, you're you were already focusing on yourself in terms of like making money and stuff like that. But now that you feel like you're physically becoming healthier, mm-hmm. which also like technically mentally helps you a lot more. Mm. I think I'm a hundred times more happy because okay. I think like you said earlier, health is wealth. I think we need to start taking care of what we already have, which is our minds, our mm. bodies, and then focus on the money. Mm. And I think society has it backwards. I think society is telling you, yo, focus on getting a bag yeah. and then focus on yourself. But what happens is that you focus on a bag, it's 10 times easier to lose that bag way quicker because you didn't know what it took to get it uh, to get it in the first place. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can make a quick 100K, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, within a year, no doubt. But the to keep that 100K is what matters, right? Mm-hmm. And I think with fitness, it teaches you discipline, it teaches you consistency. And delayed and, gratification. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's another that's thing. So, like... All those three key points, bro, you learn and when you can apply those same things to business, you can apply that to business and then be like, yo, you know what? Let me be disciplined. Let me be consistent. And, you know, I know, yeah, this is only 100K, but I can make this 100K to a million. You know what I mean? You just got to take it step by step by step by step. And I think when I was focused on the bread, I didn't think like that. I was just like, yo, this is always going to this is always going to come. This is always going to keep coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think. And that's not the case. Yeah. I guess what 
you're also trying to say sometimes you gotta take a step back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you did something similar to that as well. Yeah, I'm still doing it right now. I haven't worked in like eight months. Yeah. No, nah, but like he used to be grinding, yeah. like Word. in terms of as a um, like on the dance floor, like he was <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy on the dance floor. You remember <laughs> me in Chicago? <laughs> Shit nuts. <laughs> but um, uh, I wanted to go off. Uh, you're doing something that a lot of people can't do and want to do mm-hmm. is you're bettering yourself mentally and physically, but at the same time you built a brand and a whole company based off that. Yeah. Uh, so, in, so I know you do, you know, webinars and you do all this, uh, all these online classes. Do you also teach people how to build a brand for themselves or is it strictly like physical training? I think that's something I want to get into and I think I'm taking it like step by step. Mm-hmm. Like, First, let me just help a bunch mm-hmm. of people get right, and then let me teach other people in the future. I guess that builds the confidence for them to. Right, yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's how. Like me and my partner, we talk about that all the time. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. let's make a million, a million in gross, mm. at least. And then once we make that million, once mm-hmm. we see that M on the stripe, let's screenshot that bitch mm-hmm. <laughs> and let's show other people how they can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I tell everybody, like you guys have a podcast. And mm-hmm. for anybody that, that's watching this, right, if you have some sort of skill mm-hmm. and you feel like that you're good at this or you have, um, you have just, you know a little bit more than the average person, mm-hmm. you can definitely uh, create some type of group around that and teach other people how to do mm-hmm. the same. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you guys started a podcast, you guys just told me, bro, this didn't take a lot of money to start up. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that you need bands. You know, mm-hmm. I, thought, I, I thought you needed a lot of money to start a podcast. And I was just like, when you guys told me how much y'all spent, I'm like, bro, like, this is y'all setup. This is good. This is And you smooth. know, too, because you had your own podcast. At yeah. One point too. And I spent bread, bro. I was like, wait, I could have, I could have, I could have stayed, I could have saved money and did what y'all did and still like pump out 10 times more content. You know what I mean? You guys are saving money and you're saving time, too. I was on some like, you know, um, that, that phrase, it's like, ah, ah fuck. I don't know. I just lost train. I think it's called like a, not analysis paralysis, but it's another one where you just think you have to spend a lot of money or you feel like you have to have everything perfect before you can start. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, yeah. okay, That's okay, how okay. I was with yeah, my yeah. podcast. Oh. Okay. I needed the best fucking microphones, yeah. the best yeah. roadcaster, the best everything, the best mics. And I tweaked. I didn't need all that. You know, like yeah. this is yeah. perfect. Like what y'all have is good. And you can teach this to somebody mm. else so mm. they could save money yeah. and save time and save like what I did thinking like I needed the most high tech shit. You know what I mean? I, th- I think to add on that, though, as much as it was cheaper, mm-hmm. I think you have to put that much more time. Mm. And I don't think people really appreciate or know the amount of time it takes to actually get something to work. Mm. Like as much as you're showing like people how to lose weight and stuff like that. Yeah. You doing this editing process, teaching other people how to do it, thinking of the idea and the whole factory of everything else behind what you're showing. Mm-hmm. It's like four or five times more work than what people actually think. Yeah, that yeah. is facts. Yeah, but like a good thing that's going to benefit you guys in the future is like, you know how you like your shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. because you did it yourself, when you hire someone else is like weak fired find yeah, another yeah. person because we're There's, our own litmus test exactly for that. Yeah. you already know what you like and if they can't duplicate what you like in a shorter amount of time yeah it's yeah. like yo your ass you know i might as well just do it myself and put in the extra three hours let's say pretty you much know what i mean but yeah but uh i wanted to go ahead and pivot real quick i wanted to ask y'all a question all right cool all right so i know this y'all's podcast how to f- what made y'all like want to put on like the the onesies <laughs> 
Like, what, just... how'd that come into, like, how did <laughs> so that come into? I think into you got it? this one, because he's the one that chose I, these. I, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. It's smooth. I told yeah. him, I was like, yo, like, it caught my attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's dope. It's different. It really stands out, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> doing my job, dog. <laughs> how'd that come into? Um, so, initially, we started off with just the name. So, then I came up with Levity, because I heard the word from Dave Chappelle. Oh, okay. And okay. then he's like one of my idols in terms of like comedians and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then using that word, I was like, yo, like what, what kind of theme can we build around this? What does it mean? Uh, so it goes into, it goes along the lines of like speaking about things uh, in a humorous way. So just uh, being able to make fun of everything and like not take yourself too seriously. You know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. So then like that way we could talk about all these like serious, like sometimes like traumatic things. But then if we had like put some humor into it, we can teach and like share our experiences with other people. I fuck with that. Fuck yeah. with that. I feel like the world is too serious. I'm saying. So like, so For that sure. name is like perfect where you can come on your podcast and like not be that deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, mean, I mean, I think one, another thing is being a voice. Yeah, I think that's one of our goals as a podcast as well. I think one thing for sure is as much as we want to talk about serious things in a more humorous way, mm-hmm. I think it's one for sure to make ourselves comfortable, yeah. make our guests comfortable as well. Yeah. And I think the beauty of it all is just making Atlanta grow. You yeah, know, just great. as you said earlier, like people, it's not that hard to start something like this. But a lot of people in Atlanta are always like, it doesn't feel like there's enough grinders like that want it as much, not yeah. because they can't do it, but they're too scared to. Yeah. Feel anything, like, it's like what you were talking about earlier where like everything has to be perfect yeah. before they start and we want to be the example of like you don't have to have everything perfect mm-hmm. yeah. we just want to go ahead and start and then we can show everyone else like you could do the same thing that's dope yeah. that's dope I mean till this day I feel like me and my, my cousin we have that issue sometimes where we think everything has to be perfect but I think what people like to see they like to see growth so yeah. someone who's watching this podcast right now if they watch this podcast, uh, your episode 50 or 100, right? They're going to see some type of level up. Maybe it's just art. Maybe it's just better lighting. Better they're going to see the growth. You know what I'm saying? Better yeah. seats, whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah. And they're going to be like, damn, like, you know, they're getting better and better and better. So sometimes it's good to just, just start, like you said. That's the best thing you can do. Uh, and that's what me and my cousin try to do. We try to just start. Like, I think uh, there's a quote that one of my boys say a lot. It's like, success loves speed. So the quicker you are to start something, the quicker you are to succeed. So mm-hmm. instead of just trying to think, uh, you know, let me get everything perfect. Let me yeah. just fucking start because if I just start, I'm gonna be ten times quicker to reach my my endpoint. That success level. And we went you know through I mean? the same thing before starting this podcast. Yeah. I think we once got into a point where we were brainstorming before we even had the first episode out, and we were already thinking about problems <laughs> hey, before bad. they bro, even happen. Bro, you know. So uh, for me, for me, it's I if if you know an idea comes into mind for me, I'm just like we're not gonna learn anything till we jump into it. It's a trial and error. So uh, once we kind of just jumped off that, you know, it, it just. Okay, that first episode, even the first episode, we weren't too fond about it, but we're like, Fuck okay, it. we can only just get better from here exactly yeah yeah bro i mean with our fitness community we started with a discord mm. and then we realized yo like the people we're targeting they don't know how to use discord <laughs> so, we were so like, you had to yo. teach them how to use discord first yeah so we were like bro i gotta make a video on how to explain like how to use this channel this channel this channel mm. and i was like it's straight like let's just push this let's keep pushing this out and we get we, fast forward we had like 250 plus members in there but i was like okay now it's time to get better like now we got to get an app and mm-hmm. then now we're working on a whole app and we have a whole wow. team like working on it and yeah, like a whole like a wow. uh, developer and all that shit. So, you know, this was something that we started a year ago. So 10 months in, you know, now we're growing, we're getting better. And you'll see like with our content too, how 
much better it's gotten. But back to what you said real quick, like the whole um, the thing where you said um, you guys were just kind of like we got to you already think about yeah, the problems, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. That's like the biggest thing. I think people are always just they're trying to just dig too deep yeah where it's like yeah. bro you didn't even shovel yet overthinking you know I mean? is like the worst you're shoveling ass dude you know what if we're like tar- trying to target me like my bad my bad <laughs> so like i have a really it's not i'm not gonna say it's a bad tendency i think um trying to predict what's gonna happen and try yeah. to make sure errors don't you're, obvious you're errors don't happen logical i guess would that be no, no, no okay okay here's a good example like you know batman how he's like always planning contingency and sh- con- yeah con- contingencies and shit uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh it's that's him bro he's always always he got like a plan for like superman if he goes bad or like <laughs> you know like batman or like fucking ring like green lancer scary bro that's I, what i like to call people like you bro you scary no nah, i mean it's because <laughs> I, scary. I always like to be prepared just in case mm. some shit might go south i feel, like, I feel like being over prepared is always more safer than being underprepared but that's the thing we're so young so why you even like you can't even be too safe i think it happened after the gun incident you don't uh, know you never know you got to take another step forward and just see in case anything happens what's the consequence what might happen if you were to do this but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't stop everything you know yeah, yeah. No, don't have analysis paralysis that's another lesson i learned like quantity over quality mm, you yeah. know that's a huge one because eventually your quantity becomes way better quality right right Not as, as it goes on and yeah. on and on yeah and i think this podcast even mm-hmm. us working together yeah. as a team mm-hmm. the amount that we improved mm. and the amount of work we put in yeah. backstage yeah it's always been showing I, bro i could see it just within y'all's content yeah. when i go to y'all's instagram page because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh I, you hit me up a couple of days ago or yesterday, I feel like. Yeah, I did yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so that's I was a real-ass friend, right right real friend. But I was like, damn, like, y'all have really gotten better. You know, I could see the growth. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm on y'all's and podcast. And I, so I appreciate y'all. Why, we th- uh, why I think that us three work so well together is because we each have our own thing, kind of. Uh, uh, HP is always doing the critical thinking. Phil's always, you know, the technical. And then me, I'm just like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm, just yeah, yeah. I'm just the one that always like you know pushes it to, you know that's, fuck it let's do it that's hella accurate yeah yeah and I think you know every, every group needs a little bit of worry a little bit of cautious a bit of checks and balance yeah 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 so I, I think we work perfectly I'm very blessed and lucky to have find these guys yeah, you mean that's it dope. huh <laughs> you mean it where's the PS fives meet me out back meet me out back that's fucked up I have to work extra because of that shit. Yeah. No, but uh, speaking about the the bread stuff, like uh-huh. after you got all your bread, right? Yeah. Um, this is something I was really curious about. What was one thing um, you regretted purchasing? And then what's one purchase that you think is underrated that you think everyone should like start looking into? Mm. Sheesh. Sheesh. That's a good-ass like, question. So damn. I think the most stupidest <laughs> shit I ever bought was a $1,000 wallet. What? I was pissed. And what I what wallet are we talking about? It was a Gucci wallet. It wasn't even anything crazy. It was oh, just okay. a thousand dollar wallet, and it was like a foldable wallet. The bifold, and yeah, a thousand dollar bifold. Yes, bro. And I was so mad. Because <laughs> the only reason why I bought it is because my boy Pat bought a, a wallet for my boy Will, <laughs> and it just so happened to be the same wallet that I had. Yeah. And I was like, oh hell no! Like my my boy Will, we're roommates. Like he lives right on top of me. I live. We this is at the apartment at the, yeah, at yeah, the yeah. spot. So I was like. Nah, hell nah. So I went to Gucci by myself, spent a band on a wallet, and I just remember like looking back at that. I was 19 years old. I look back mm-hmm. at it and I'm like, bro, I bought a wallet because my my boy Will had the same wallet as me. God 
He doesn't even use that same wallet right now. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I was like, I'm going to tweak. Gave that wall. I was so mad about that wallet that I gave it to my dad for free. I was just like, I was <laughs> Yo, like, yeah, really? fuck this wallet. Yeah. I was mad. I was like, bro, this is the stupidest shit I've ever bought. And I've definitely. I hate bifold. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like, it was just so stupid. I was just like, I did that for what? You know, I spent a band mm. for what? And it just made me mad. But yeah, I've definitely bought some other stupid he shit. He buys it and he's in the Gucci store. He goes, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> bro. <laughs> no facts that i feel like that's how i was driving back home i was like what the fuck i just remember the gucci bag being on the passenger seat i was like what the fuck did i just do why did i do that yeah and it was just it was honestly just the flex <laughs> it was to honestly be like yeah we can't have the same wallet bro like i got, I got a new wallet yeah <laughs> it was one, like a, one time i bought a wallet uh and i really wanted like a nice wallet right it was like four hundred dollars i was in high school and i bought it and my dad was like do you even have four hundred dollars to put in that wallet mm. and then i returned it Nah, <laughs> damn. Yo, that hurt me. <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn. Yeah, sometimes that you shit would make me that cry, bro. Wallet, bro. <laughs> I would have cried. I stick to that Velcro yeah, wallet. Yeah, now, now, now I just don't have a wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I just use a rubber band with my cards. What do you got? $400, though? <laughs> nah, I, I do, yeah. <laughs> and I think, what was the other question? Um, what is one purchase um, that you think is underrated, underrated that you think everyone should start looking into? Mm. Yeah, that's I got that. So... I think people should stop or should start purchasing courses. And okay. I know that sounds like cliche because I sell courses, <laughs> but I think people need to start good buying. Marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think people need to start investing in their education because when you pay, you pay attention. And I think too many people are trying to find like the free route. Bars. And because they're trying to find that free route, they end up taking, um, it takes them 10 times longer to reach their goal. And yeah, that's a noble pursuit. You can definitely take that route. But I think if you really back to what I said earlier, like if you're really trying to get a bag, mm. success loves speed. So the quicker you could be, if you have five bands and the course is a band, spend the band, you know, mm. take the other four bands and look at it as like, all right, bet I got four bands to invest. It's not like you just spent your entire band because people would hit me up and be like, yo, Lex, I need to, I want you to teach me how to do Amazon. I want you to teach me how to sell mm. shoes. I'm like, okay, bet like how much money do you have? Right. This is how much my program is. If you can't afford it. I suggest doing this, right? And I would be like, save that thousand, raise another what five hundred. Honestly, you only need an extra hundred, but a hundred to a thousand dollars. That way, you have capital to like work with. And people used to think I was bullshitting. Like, bro, fifty dollars, you can turn fifty dollars into a band quick. Cause I bought misting fans for forty dollars plus tax. So even after tax, I still had money left over. And all I had to do to sell that misting fan was to make another, well, let's say I was selling them for like 70. So I made an extra, what, what is that? $30? Yeah, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, bro, you're making almost a hundred percent ROI and people don't look at it because they, they look at it like, oh, it's just $30. Mm -hmm. But bro, you invested $40 and you're making back almost what you just spent. The ROI is crazy. Yeah. That's, that's so, a good so ass me, ROI. Let me ask you this. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of courses going on right now. Yeah. Well, do you have any tips on uh, for people who want to purchase a course but don't know which teacher to choose? I think, I think that's a, be like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, my network is they're beast. I got beast in my in my circle, but mm -hmm. mm, that's a really good ass yeah. question, bro. Because there's a lot of course creators and there's a lot of people who have programs and like it's hard to tell which one's good, yeah. which one's not. I guess it's just all but based I, on research, then, huh? That's the thing. Then you're going to fall into this rabbit hole yeah, where you're yeah, just yeah. doing research, research, research. And I think 
I think you just got to say, fuck it. And just mm. whoever you found. A lot of people, they, okay, I remember in 2019, I was watching Grant Cardone. I was watching Gary V. I was watching, uh, who's this other dude? Patrick something. Um, Jordan Welsh. Goggins? Nah, not David Goggins. Jordan He's Welsh? OG. He's crazy. Who? Jordan Welsh? Nah, I don't watch him. That's, mm. Is that the Wolf of Wall Street dude? No, no, that's Jordan Belfort. Uh, oh, shit. Jordan Welsh did the uh, uh, e-commerce um e-commerce course oh, yeah he did shit. like the shopify he, he's like, pretty oh, big though yeah. oh jordan welch yeah, actually yeah dude yeah. in miami yeah yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, lives yeah, in florida yeah. right yeah. yeah yeah so yeah he's actually cool um <laughs> actually i saw him at uh the gym once <laughs> but anyway <laughs> but um fuck but yeah back to what you were saying bro like there's so many good people i was mm. listening to all these people and i remember my boy will telling me like yo if you're listening to all these people, you're never going to get to where you want to be because now you're, you're taking all these opinions. You need to find one person that you fuck with and listen to that one person. Mm. So that one person can be Grant Cardone. It could be Gary Vee. Just find who you, who you have more in common with. Mm. So for me, people gravitated to me because I was like, I got kicked out at 19 and I made 25K in three days after I got kicked out. So people were like, damn, I got kicked out at 17. So if I got kicked out, I can make 25K in three days. And maybe, yeah, yeah that's that's right. Or maybe, no, you know, it's not possible. But Maybe I should have got kicked out then. Fuck. Like, yo, no, no, this like, money, man. When you have your back against the wall, your ten, <laughs> your, your, the tendencies that you have are just different. Because mm. you're like, your, your grind mode is different. So every day I try to grind like my back is against the wall. And I'll tell my cousin this too. I'm like, bro, I'm, I miss grinding like how I used to grind when I was 19. Cause at 19 I was going crazy. So sometimes like in April, uh, April 1st, I told myself like, bro, I'm going to grind this, this, this month. Was that a joke? April Fool's Day. Nah, that was dead ass. <laughs> 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 you see what you But nah, bro, I was like, man, I'm going to go crazy. And I, yeah, I've been going crazy. I'm just trying to, I think that's what people need to do though. Like find one person they can relate to the most mm -hmm. and listen to them. And then if it's a fail, it's a fail. But find another person to go off what you just said uh you missed the grind when you were 19 yeah um obviously you were at I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you were making enough money to the point where you didn't need to grind as hard but at 19 no like after 19 like oh, where you yeah, are right yeah, now yeah. so uh do you have any tips of like when people get to that that stage where they're making enough money they feel comfortable they don't want to grind as hard as more mm -hmm. did you is there any way that you can get yourself out of that to go back to the stage where you started yeah, I think you need to go to the gym. Gym? Yeah, because when you're at the gym, I feel like for me personally, mm. you think better. And you're mm. you're you're in a different mindset and you remember how uh like someone else could be pushing more weight than mm. you and you're like, "Damn, you know, I'm not there yet." You know, and I think if you take those same that same um those same thoughts and mm -hmm. apply them to business, yep. you're going to see you're never not doing enough, you know, you're never not doing as much as you could possibly do. So, yeah, you know, you might think that you're big shit because you made 100K. So now you can chill. Yeah. But then you realize, damn, there's someone who's making a million yeah. a month. <laughs> you know what I mean? So because they're making a million a month, you got to look at that and be like, holy shit, I got to keep grinding. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think at the gym, when I see somebody pushing 225 or one of my homies, he was pushing like 315, like nothing. Yeah, I was just like, yo, like I got to keep going. Mm -hmm. And I apply that same mindset towards business. So I think if you're, if you think like you're doing good mm -hmm. or you're, you're in that comfortable state of mind, I think go to the gym and you'll see other people doing better than you or people who are putting in work or bigger than you mm -hmm. or whatever. And you're going to be like, holy shit, like I'm not, 
nowhere where I want to be as far as strength looks. Really humbles you. Yeah, huh? it humbles yeah. you. I think if you apply that shit to business, I think you'll you'll it, a switch will go off in your mind yeah. like, yo, let me keep going. You know what I mean? Wait, um, going into that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, my follow up question to that would be like, does the grind ever stop? Like, what do you have like a certain end goal in mind or like? What, I don't, what, yeah, I, I don't was, think I have an angle. Yeah. Like, what's success? Like, how would you define success? Like, what, what would make you happy? You know what I'm saying? Uh, freedom. I think I want to be able to, because I never grew up and was like, oh, yeah, I want to have a family. I grew up and I was like, I want to have a bad bitch and I want to be able to travel, right? So I got the girl. Uh, now I just want to travel. <laughs> okay. And I'm just trying to, like, be able to travel and make bread while, like, have my business on autopilot. Mm. And I think with fitness like i'm gonna be able to do that for sure because i see people who do it and i think it's finding that person who's doing what you want to do and like seeing how they live their life and it's like holy shit okay yeah they're doing it i want to do exactly that you, you know, know I mean? it seems like a similar topic of like you constantly bringing up people that you compare yourself with mm-hmm. and then it seems like you instead of just letting the opportunity come to you you put yourself in that opportunity yeah how would you say you bring how would you find these types of people for you to like want to grow to more yeah exactly i think uh i mean bro we have instagram that's true <laughs> but you would you just like dm them uh that's what i did yeah i dm them so like i've dm'd grant cardone i've dm'd um this other dude like his name is law pain and mm. i maybe i didn't ha- get like a full conversation because i know the value they have but wow, just the fact yeah, that i've true. gotten like a response you brought up jordan welch mm-hmm. Jordan Welch just released a, a program where it was like, I'm going to teach you how to drop shit for a dollar. And I DM'd him and I, I don't follow him. I didn't even follow him. I just DM'd him. And I was like, yeah, bro, it's that season. Like you got to, you got to put people on. And he liked the the message and he responded. He was like, facts, like we got to go crazy. And I don't follow him. He don't follow me. But just because I got that conversation in next time I go to Miami and I see him at the gym, I'll be like, yo, bro, like, how's the dropshipping shit going? Mm. You know what I mean? So I think like that. I think like, um, you know, I don't want, I'm not trying to be a groupie. I'm not trying to be, I know Jordan Welch. I know what his success is, but I don't want to be that guy. Like, yeah, bro, we got to go crazy. Let's link up sometime. You Mm. know what I mean? Cause now I'm already being too pushy, but I think you just find someone that you, you fuck with and sending them like a positive message mm. is, is good and enough. it goes a long way yeah it goes yeah, a it long way yeah. because now maybe he i don't know if he did maybe he clicked my profile mm. and like he saw who i am so the next time i'm in miami and i see him i can approach him and i'll be like yo how's the dropshipping going he might or might not mm. recognize me and if he doesn't recognize me i'll be like oh bro like i just dm'd you whatever mm. like um i just wanted to see how that shit was going because i sell products as mm. well online and then, yeah, that's a conversation. You know what I mean? I, I know some people who uh, kind of do what you do, but they have a different mindset. The mm-hmm. worst thing they go through is expectations. They expect to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that's... And nowadays, in like your line of work, I feel like it's so... Now in this generation, it's so hard to get that grind mindset. Mm-hmm. So how do you... Uh, how many people do you have to go through to make sure you have like a solid team around you a lot bro like i just we just had to fire a close not fire i guess uh just not work with one of our close friends Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you just got to test trial and error you know what i mean it's a trial and error thing like if my cousin all of a sudden was like yo bro (laughs) i'm not trying to do fitness no more I'd be like, holy shit, you know what I mean? Like, I got to find somebody else, Mm. you know what I mean? Or he would be like, yo, I got to put somebody else in Mm. place. Or if I was to be like, yo, I'm not trying to do this shit no more, I'd expect him to, like, find somebody else Mm. or me to at least take initiative and 
put someone else in my place. You know what I mean? So you always got to try to just move forward. You can't really dwell on like uh, people not fucking with you or whatever. You, you yeah. mentioned your cousin. Yeah. Um, for me, working with family is very hard. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah would you, what's I mean, what's your stance on working with family compared to working, you know, with, with I think other you people? guys have to have the same goals. Yeah. It's almost like marrying them, almost, <laughs> actually. <laughs> no cap, because, like, I'm with this man mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. and he's actually behind the camera right now. Mm-hmm. But, bro, like, we're with each other every day, and he'll piss me off, and I'm pretty sure, I know for a fact I piss him off. But at the end of the day, I know, like, we both have the same goals. Mm-hmm. We both have the same drive. We both have that that ambition and if we both have that there's no doubt in my mind that we can reach our end goal but i've tried working with family in the past i've tried putting on family in the past and i realize if they don't have the same goals if they don't have the same ambition if they don't believe in what i believe then it's not going to work out you know what i mean i've had uncles ask me like yo let's invest into this but they don't want to do any of the work. Mm. So I'm like, nah, fuck that. You know what I mean? I've had cousins reach out to me and like, yo, Lex, can you put me on? I'm like, yeah, boom. I'll send them my course for free. They didn't do shit with that course because they didn't have the same ambition. They didn't have the same goals. They didn't have the same drive. And they didn't pay, so they didn't pay attention. Exactly. Another yeah, thing, that's, that, biggest. that's facts. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone has to, have, like you guys mentioned that everyone has their role, mm-hmm. right? Me and him have to have our role. Yeah. So I know I'm a marketer. I know I'm a good systematic person and he knows that he knows about fitness so why the fuck would i talk more about fitness if i know he knows about more about fitness you know what i mean let me just talk about my results and let me talk about how you can do it too like playing amongst your strengths right right Mm -hmm. so it's like you need to know your strength and weaknesses weaknesses they need to know their strength and weaknesses and then bounce off that you know what i mean i think that's really it have you ever like fought with them Huh? <laughs> oh, hey, fuck? Hey, well, y'all like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, nah. 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 Y'all, y'all chilling? Yeah, it's, a chill. it's a civil marriage. It's a civil marriage. It's a civil marriage. Yeah, we don't, we don't fight here. Yeah, nah, we're pretty chill, bro. I mean, there's times where I'll just, like, ignore him. And I'm pretty sure, like, he'll ignore me, too. But, like. <laughs> yo, that's Betty. Yeah, we'll just come back and we'll be like, yo, like, did you get this shit done? He's like, yeah, I got it done. I'm like, all right, bet. <laughs> like, he'll be like, yo, did you get it done? I'm like, yeah. Like, there were some videos I had to do. I didn't want to do that shit. And I pushed it off for like two, three weeks. And he's like, bro, that was like, a long ass time, yeah. bro. And I was like, all right, bet. Let me do these videos, bro. Cause goddamn. But yeah, I mean, that's just how it is, bro, in business. I feel like having a partner is good mm-hmm. and it can also be bad. Mm. I've had good partners, I've had bad partners, mm-hmm. but you learn. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, and I'm pretty sure I've been a bad partner in the past mm-hmm. as well. You know what I mean? But because I was a bad partner, I learned how to become a better partner. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. Shit. <laughs> Are you yeah. working uh, with your um, fitness Instagram? I guess I almost called it Fitnessgram. Wait, that's a, that's <laughs> yo, a dope that's name. That's, that's kind of nice. Yo, 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 name. Yo, Fitnessgram's kind of nice. Yo, cut this out so hey, no yo, one sees this. Yeah, yeah. Fitgram would be tough too. Fitnessgram or Fitnessgram. Yeah, man. that's hard. Are you working with uh, any brands right now? Like like kind of like protein or like any stuff like that? Nah, but nah. You did say you were trying. You were gonna work on something mm-hmm. with a group or something, right? uh what you mean what you mean what you mean for the fitness for fitness yeah i have my own group is that what you meant oh no. like uh, you, uh there was a deal with the fitness or did i hear no, that no he said he has an app coming out oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's what it was, was. okay 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 what like what the end goal is with the app like what are you trying to do with that so we're about to just come out with a six-week challenge to take you from fat to fit 
So anyone who's trying to lose like at least 10 to 15 pounds, like that challenge is going to help you. And 10 to 15 pounds is a lot. We've had people lose like over 100 pounds. Like I think combined in our group alone, we've lost over 30,000 pounds. And if you do the math, I think it's about like 20 or 30 pounds per person or some shit like that. But um, 15,000 tons. But that's a lot of fucking weight. You know what I mean? (laughs) But yeah, this app that we're coming out with is uh, our Future Athletic Club. That's our business name. But the challenge is called Fat to Fit. And basically, it's a six-week challenge to get you right. So for females, it's like build curve, build a booty. For men, it's just like lose lose the love handles, uh, flatten out your stomach. And and yeah, like that's where that's what the end goal for that is to help people lose weight. Hmm. Um, and yeah, just take them from fat to fit. Why is it six weeks? If you don't mind me asking, six weeks. So forty five days. If you really commit yourself, hmm. it takes seven days to actually build a habit. Um, so the other weeks after that, so what is that? Five weeks. You'll actually start to see results. I think forty five days is all somebody needs to actually like get in the zone. Because hmm. thirty days. When you say thirty days, it's like a month. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh shit, that's a long time. Shit, I but need for some app. reason, you say forty-five days is like oh yeah, that's not that long. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but huh. six weeks, forty-five days, you commit to just eating better, mm. moving more, bro. You'll get right. I mean, that's what I did to start, and it worked for me. So I can only teach what's worked for yeah, me. Yeah, because I saw you lost forty pounds too, and it's yeah, crazy. In yeah. what ten months? Yeah, ten months. Yeah. Or twelve months now. And now he's year. trying to hit one eighty or something but like that. But even yeah, forty yeah, pounds yeah. in a year—that's a shit time. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. healthy too. At that's the, a the shit time frame time. that he's doing it. Yeah, I'm not on no OD shit. I don't take like hella supplements. I take creatine. I take protein, and what else? That's it. Creatine and protein. Methamphetamine. Oh no. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah bro. I'm trying to like trying to like train <laughs> oh, or something. Oh yeah, trend. TRT. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I always I see people on TikTok and I'm like fuck. Like, I need to take trend. I mean, like, who's natty these days, right? Yeah, facts. I might not be natty next year. <laughs> He's going to come nah. back to the podcast barely no fitting in that chair. Bro, no cap. I'm trying to get right. I want to be. No, 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 no. I'm capping. I'm capping. <laughs> that's, like, that's like the little person on my shoulder, bro. Like, yeah. nah, nah, nah. Hey, I Pat, get off it. of him. Oh, shit. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Yeah, so I how can't. many times have you said, like, um, from fat to fit? <laughs> bro, a lot. you say it so smoothly. I was like, okay, he said this like a million times bro, at least. Bro, <laughs> I do it on every webinar every Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah. So we host a, a webinar every single Sunday, okay. 8 p.m. Eastern time, and I go Link on there below. and I just drop game. I give you all the free tools you need to lose weight, mm. and then at the end, I give you an opportunity to work with me and my team. Uh, and if you want, if you don't want to work with me and my team, you can go and take the six week challenge route and just be a part of a group of a community that. There are people that are doing the same challenge as you. And you could talk amongst them and be like, yo, like, whatever, this is my start, and this is how I am week two. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a community. Yeah. You just do don't you, feel like you're alone. Do you offer workouts uh, that don't require the equipment from the gym? That yeah. You can that's, do at home? The whole challenge is at home. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeez. And do you also, uh, with that app that's uh, coming out, does it also incorporate, like, counting your macros and all this food yeah you can like. it integrates with my my fitness pal mm. so if you were to count your macros yeah. it'll show us on the trainerize app mm. yeah because he counts his macros like a lot oh where right? i'd be counting here and there you know yeah. <laughs> sometimes the math don't be mathing but it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh we're about to reach the hour mark so uh before we um wrap it up i have yeah. one more question for you but. um What's yeah, I got about? a question for y'all too. Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! Man, firing we're, back. We're going a little bit further than. Yeah, yeah, but uh, our what's first w- two-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> what's one piece of advice that you would give your 19-year-old self, knowing what you know now? I would tell Deep. myself, 
one piece of advice. I'd say be a little bit more smarter with your money. Don't buy that. <laughs> the, don't buy that wallet. Don't yeah. Buy yeah. A wallet. The bars and the 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 drinking and the girls. It doesn't matter. And I just say, shit. I don't even know. I think I would just tell myself to just work smarter, not harder. Mm. That's really it. I think that's something I learned around like 22 years mm. old, and I realized like it really hit me around that age. I was like, mm. I'm not trying to work too hard. I, there's smarter we're, we're in a day and age bro like the internet is insane yeah. i mean you guys know what ai is like yeah, all the that shit we GPT have stuff going bro, on I, if i could go back and tell myself i'd be like yo get into some fucking artificial intelligence <laughs> shit start work start hanging around like smarter people and yeah just be smarter with your money work smarter not harder mm. and keep doing what you're doing because i was doing something right at yeah, 19. Yeah, yeah i wasn't really like bullshitting but um but yeah i think that's what i would tell myself that's some bars yeah. oh shit yeah what would y'all tell y'all so how old are you guys i'm 23 okay and yeah. we're 25 god yeah. damn yeah hey fuck. <laughs> how old is <laughs> fuck nah, what would you freaking troll what would, what, would, what would y'all tell y'all so Yeah. Okay, okay. I guess deep. I'll start. <laughs> I yeah, guess I'll start, start first. Hold on, I didn't even think about this one. Um, I think mine's would be something along the lines of um, what's it called? It, it it goes into what we were talking about about like um waiting to for the perfect circumstances to start. Because mm-hmm. uh, I used to be very much like that, and then um, I had to train myself to get in the mindset of just starting and then just figuring it out as I go. Yeah. Um. So that like, if anything, just start, just do it, Nike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start first, <laughs> figure out the rest later. Yeah. I think mine would be um, take every opportunity that comes to you because uh, I feel like a lot of shit came at me, but I was just a lazy fuck back then. Mm. So I would probably tell myself, you know, get my ass up and take the opportunities that are given. Smooth. Mm. That was deep. Yeah. <laughs> mine would be um, have some more confidence. Yeah. You're beautiful. Good. Learn Learn how to love yourself and learn how to trust yourself. And learn how to know how to grow because, you know, love and trust yourself, you know. Being able to understand who you are as a person, being able to understand how you can impact the world, mm-hmm. I think is something that everyone needs to know when they're a little bit younger so they can figure out and grow a lot more when they're older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smooth. That man got deep. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Shit. Confidence. Real dip. Love. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? So you said you got like a last question on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is y'all's goal with this podcast? That's my question. Like, how far, how, how big is this podcast going to be? So, I mean, for me personally, at least, I like this, this doesn't, I, I don't, I'm not really looking for a number or an end goal. This is just like a kind of like a creative space for me to, you know, kind of vent and say whatever I want and share my creative freedom. So, I mean, if it goes well, it goes well. But at the end of the day, if we still don't have numbers, I'm still happy of us doing it, you know? Smooth. Hmm. I'll hear yours first. Oh, okay, shit. Millions um, of dollars. <laughs> 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 no, like all the money and like all the fame would be dope and all, but like, um, what's it called? I feel like I didn't have a lot of um, mentors growing up. So mm-hmm. if anything, this is my way of like putting myself in a position mm-hmm. to talk to the people that I want to talk to. Yeah, that's. that's so if anything, dope. I want to yeah. be able to host Grant Cardone or like Gary Vee or something like that That'd one day crazy. too. That'd be tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I talked about this earlier. Um, giving people of Atlanta a voice. Mm. I think a lot of us, um, like even us being in this room right now, we were like a lot smaller back then, you know? Mm-hmm. But the, just the fact that we're in the room just talking about real shit mm-hmm. is a product that shows that we're 
putting it in there. Like, you know, everyone's seeing it right now. Everyone's hearing it. So yeah. let's, like, grow Atlanta. That's what I mm. wanted to do, and that's what I told him as well. Like, we can really put Atlanta in the map. Yeah. Just, like, the minorities, too, or anyone, honestly. Fact. So that's kind of what I wanted. I mean, it's crazy. You think about it, like, collectively, like, through all social media platforms, uh-huh. we have, like, a few hundred thousand people following us. Why are you laughing? I mean, it's true. The numbers are right. The numbers are right. All right. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's nuts. Like, what Like what we can really do. Facts. Yeah. I like these numbers. <laughs> they look like my macros, but I mean, shit. <laughs> I like it. The math, not math. Yeah. But again, uh, thanks, thank you so much for coming on, man. No, nah, for sure. I appreciate you guys for having me. I mean, uh, I think y'all's podcast is really going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, ah. <laughs> I'm crazy. Winnie the Pooh. But yeah, before we close out, there is there anything else uh, that you want to plug or tag or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, follow me on Instagram if you guys want to go from fat to fit. Join my live free training every single Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, the website is www.fattofitworkshop/registration. Uh, it's 100% free, and then I give you the opportunity at the end to work with me, and my team, to get you right faster. So if you listen to anything I just said at throughout this podcast is that success loves speed work smarter not harder and listen to these guys because they're dropping game as well on their podcast so make sure you subscribe to them as well and uh follow their page but uh but yeah follow me as well l-e-x-m-n-t-y-a on instagram i know i'll be following <laughs> all right yeah i swear you said time. this like a million times he's so good at it all right thanks guys Appreciate see you guys next y'all. week peace peace